0: Hello and welcome to Wild, Wealthy and Liberated, a sacred space that is co-created to deepen and expand your beingness in dismantling, deprogramming, relearning, rewilding, reclaiming your power so you can own your magic and share your medicine more freely. I'm Jasmine Hayden, your host and embodiment, love, wealth, and leadership mentor. Let's dive into today's episode. Hello and welcome to this episode of Wild, Wealthy, and Liberated. Today we are diving into ancestral wounds transforming into ancient wisdom. And this is such a huge catalyst for inner and outer change that has the ability to allow you to walk in, stand in, rise in your power to serve yourself and to serve others. When we are born in our family, we are inheriting the wounds that our ancestors have experienced and gone through in their own lifetimes and some of the most common wounds that I tend to see are around abandonment around uh rejection around trust around guilt around uh humility and betrayal those are some of the the most common wounds that when there have been energetic or emotional imprints that your mother or your father have uh embodied that they have unconsciously passed on to you uh And so they become ways of relating for you to life and to others. The deep healing work, the deep nervous system healing work, trauma healing work, nervous system healing and trauma work both come down to ancestral healing. Because in the deepest, deepest roots of whatever pain or suffering or triggers that you are experiencing uh, and seeing and observing with repetition or with regularity in your life, those have been the most familiar in your body to be in connection with those kinds of wounds. And so you can gain awareness of the things that are triggering different wounds and how the experiences of your life have perpetuated those, the pain of those wounds existing. And there's a really juicy alchemization that you get to step into when those wounds become wisdom. When the pain or the suffering or the disappointment or the frustration or the rage or the sadness of those fears, because wounds carry fears of it happening again, right? Those fears give you the insight to trust in the love that you can cultivate for yourself to work through the dense stagnant suppressed energy in the system in the body and show up for yourself and for life owning all of who you are not letting the wounds shape your choices and also knowing that when you step into the embodiment of yourself in your fullness and when you continue to claim more of your fullness and more of your authenticity and more of your sacredness in your vulnerability and in your heart and in your pleasure and in your connection to the divine those wounds Mm -hmm aren't, they don't take you out of yourself, right? They don't actually prevent you from moving forward anymore. You see them and then you choose to step forward with the wisdom that they are not who you are. One of the things I see so often in my work and in this realm of of self-healing and development and spiritual growth is the tendency for people to identify so much with their wounds that they don't see or know yet what is possible for them when they are no longer attached to those wounds. And so in my own experience, I abandonment was one of the, and it still shows up, but it was one of the wounds that was so present and so strong for me in my first uh Really deep relationship forming with significant others, with money, with uh, my work, that in order for me at the time to feel, uh, in order for me to avoid the fear of abandonment from Money or from people or from my work, I would abandon myself. Meaning I would have boundaries for myself. I would set expectations for myself. And I would choose whatever it was outside of myself over me when it actually came down to when it came down to the wire. So, uh, a more specific example of this is one of one of my first loves. It's deeply deeply struggling with life and with mental and emotional dis-ease or um, dysfunction, which we all we all go through in our own ways, and we all uh, have the power and the ability to to heal these things and to transform these things and it requires resources and it requires uh a lot of um privilege in in some ways and in many ways to be able to use the resources that we have whether these are our own resources or whether these are external resources to get ourselves back into a healthy space or to wellness or to thriving uh, but when you're not there, it can be hard to see that or it can be hard to feel that. And so, for instance, in this relationship, I had all of these uh, intentions and these desires and these wants for myself, but I would continue to choose to be th- more there for that person than I was there for myself. And this looks, it can be in more drastic uh, significant ways, like (laughs) let's say choosing, uh, choosing this person over a, I don't know, a career opportunity or over, uh, a, something that really, really matters to you, um, that is so important for you, or it can be in, in the micro ways of, let's say you, you set, uh, You set the intention to have a disciplined focus towards a specific goal. And every time or a lot of the time when you are going to put yourself to that, this person um, is showing up in, in need. And every time or most of the time you give yourself to them in need versus giving to what it is that you had set out for yourself. So those are just more tangible examples to be tapping into this. But what that was doing was continuing to feed my attachment to the wound of, I'm gonna continue abandoning myself, which I was not aware of at the time, uh, because I don't want this person to abandon me. And there's a really powerful shift that happens when you create non-negotiables around how you are choosing to show up for yourself as the priority as a first and foremost and what that gets to open for you and for your life and when that so I'm using abandonment wound because that's the one that I probably have like deepest (laughs) uh, that I've, I've done so much healing around and but there this shows up with with all of the different kinds of wounds. The guilt wound is something I also I witness and I experience and that one shows up a lot when it comes to people who are who love to give, right? Who are just like love 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 to give to others but don't have that same level of uh ease with giving to yourself. And what happens, my loves, when you decide that your wounds don't have uh, power over how you are showing up for yourself. And there comes resistance with this because it's uncomfortable and it's unfamiliar and you're breaking a deep pattern here is that you open yourself to your own wisdom that the wound actually is providing for you. And you open up to the ancient wisdom of how spirit, how the universe, how God, source, is providing you with what you need to rise to your next level. Because when we're in the wounds, we're in a survival mode. So all energy is going towards preserving, preserve, self-preservation. Right? But when you shift out of that survival mode, or that like clinging onto whatever safety that you feel you can have while you're in the wound, you then have a, a freedom in your beingness, a spaciousness, an openness to receive from life, to receive from yourself, and in living in that way there's this aligned flow of energy that then enters in your system where the things that you wouldn't have thought were possible for you become your lived reality. The things that you thought you didn't get to have, you didn't get to experience, you didn't get to live become the embodiment of you in your magic, in your medicine, the wisdom comes from transforming the ways that you were responding in the wound. So we're responding in that wound, going back to that example, and the relationship I'm talking about was, I think it was 10 years ago. Yeah, it was 10 years ago. So I, I've gained a lot from it ever since then. Um, but using that, using that as an example, like the wisdom that I gained from transforming and transmuting the uh the pain of existing in that wound throughout that relationship and relationships that followed and the relationship that I have to to life itself where I thought, for instance, that life was abandoning me. But again, all of that was rooting from fear of everything external from me abandoning me so I'm going to do it first. So it doesn't quite make logical sense in some ways, because this is very like uh, primal, instinctual brain. This isn't the, the part of the brain that is is thinking in these higher intellectual ways, right? The kind of intellect that is in God consciousness, that is in uh, cosmic consciousness. And so The choosing of, okay, no matter what, I am not going to abandon myself. What does that look like? What does that feel like? How do I get to show up for that? That for me was honoring commitments that I made for myself no matter what, unless I didn't have the actual ability to. So whether that was being more physically active, being more devoted to specific practices that really soothed and replenished my system. Whether that was being in my creativity and writing and singing and playing music and dancing or going out to nature and communing with the trees and the mountains and the air and the fire, whether that was taking myself out for a day of adventure or exploration, whether that was prioritizing time with people that I really care about and love and want to connect more with. All of those were things that when I was abandoning myself, I wasn't giving myself full permission to do or to experience. I was making those conditional or I was um, building constructs on myself of when those things were were okay, or when I felt worthy of experiencing those things, and this also is like a product of of toxic capitalism and productivity, and how we have been taught to measure our worth based off of um, certain versions of what success looks like, and and so there's there's layers to this, and we're just we're tapping deeper under the surface of what these wounds can hold and then how these different systems can kind of keep us uh, going back into the wounds or staying in the wounds uh, maybe longer than what would serve us. And the ancient wisdom of our ability to be abundant and prosperous and have vitality of our life force energy and how we are directing it and how we are channeling it and how we are allowing our vessels to be these sacred instruments of goodness for the world comes in that reclamation and comes in that transmutation of the the wounds into wisdom and so this is an invitation to see what wisdom you've already gained from the wounds that you might have noticed or experienced yourself, uh, repeating or or staying in, and to see how the wisdom is informing your being, because our bodies in these. Incredibly intelligent systems of operation that are happening, right? All of these systems that are taking place within our bodies, working for us to either get out of survival or to thrive in higher states of our liberation, in our wealth, in our wildness. It's a conscious choosing, as you're seeing, what is ready to die what is ready to uh, be cleared and what you get to step into from that wisdom being embodied. And so with the ancient wisdom of your own soul, You get to show up for yourself, you get to show up for your relationships, you get to show up for life in a way that fulfills you, that turns you on, that lights you up, even when it's scary, even when there's doubts. And of course, uncertainty, because that is a part of the great mystery. But you're not showing up from the wounded spaces of those fears running your life. It's the, the... alchemization of the fears into love like I love myself so much that I am willing and allowing for my wisdom to lead me not my wounds to make my choices for me so that's what I have for you today and I would love to hear if you're resonating if you are Uh, having activations open up for you to leave a review and let me know what has been landing for you and wishing you a beautiful rest of your week. If you are a leader, a healer, a creative, a entrepreneur, a visionary who is desiring to dive deeper into the depths of your spiritual embodiment and conscious leadership through a social justice or anti-oppression lens and approach and expanding your conscious awakened regenerative wealth with ease and pleasure, then I invite you to join us inside of Root and Rise, my three-month signature conscious leadership program. The wait list is now open until May 24th. And the earliest bird is here for you to claim your space if you're feeling the call. You can learn more about this container or any of my current open offerings on my website, herewegrow-jh.com, on any of my socials or here in the show notes. If you'd like to explore the healing, expansion, and reclamation of Root and Rise or my private container, then I invite you to click the link below and drop into the alignment. The wait list is also offering a special bonus of a two-day juicy virtual retreat for nourishing your nervous system in your liberated leadership. So if this calls to you, check it out. And I'm so excited to connect more with you. Thank you so much for sharing sacred space and joining me on this episode of Wild, Wealthy and Liberated. If you resonate, I would love if you left a review. And if you are more curious about my work and would like to get to know me better, you can, Find the links to my website and my Instagram in the show notes below, as well as my free Facebook community if you'd like to join and be a part of that. Blessing your week and looking forward to having you back for the next episode.